Hi folks, welcome to today's episode. So I've been I've been trying to decide on a topic for today's podcast and I was struggling to feel inspired about anything uh, anything that seemed relevant. You see, I, I keep a rough plan of podcast topics so that I always have the next few weeks covered and so that I'm not scrambling for new ideas. However, I, I give myself a bit of leeway with this, uh, you know, because I like I like to feel inspired to discuss and explore a topic. Uh, so this week I was either going to talk about the problem with the alternative health world and the way people view that, uh, or I was going to talk about the problem with our culture of quick fixes and silver bullet solutions to complex problems. But, you know, I just just wasn't feeling it. You know, I had lots of ideas in my head, which often happens, you know, I go off on these rants and I have these what seem like brilliant ideas, uh, you know, and I felt like I had all that content ready to go had it ready in my mind, but when it came to writing it down and sort of turning it into a coherent message, I just couldn't uh, get into the groove of, of writing because as, as I've said, I, I write these out before I do them because otherwise <laughs> God knows where I'm going to go on which tangents. Uh, so it, it helps me to have uh, you know a concise plan so that I can keep this a 30 minute podcast versus a unnecessarily long three hour podcast with the same content but anyway uh, like I said um, I like to be in the in the groove of writing I like to be inspired and I like to give myself leeway with all of this um, but I was just struggling I just wasn't feeling it and you know this can be an individual thing and it can come down to how you prefer to work and when this happens for me, what is essentially writer's block, I have a few strategies. And uh, what I do is I, I would simply write anything. So, you know, I just start writing nonsense and eventually something good will come out of it. And, and the reason I mention that is because uh, that can be useful for you for, for doing anything um, that you struggle to get into the groove of doing. Maybe you should just start doing it badly and then it gets better. Or you just kind of fall into that rhythm. And so the, the other thing I do would be go for a walk. Uh, which um, apparently was a, you know, it was a method used by great people like Einstein. Don't quote me on that, but I've, I've heard that it's, um, it's, it's been used by people that are, that are supposed to be brilliant to kind of stimulate cre creativity. And the reason for that would be that um, the complex movement of walking is actually stimulating both uh, hemispheres of the brain. And it, in that way, it, it helps to stimulate creativity because we can tend to be very uh, sort of left left brain focused and very analytical and, and stuck in our heads. And it helps bring up that more creative side of things through something as simple as walking. So, you know, these are, uh, these are the strategies that generally work for me, but they weren't working. You know, my curiosity was being drawn elsewhere and my intuition was guiding me towards other pursuits. So today I'd like to share a bit about that process and some useful lessons that were reinforced along the way that hopefully you can use. So as I said, my focus was being drawn elsewhere. To be honest, my focus was being drawn away from the treatment of pain and away from the improvement of health, which has been the theme of this podcast and these episodes. And I was sort of thinking, what's the point in all of this? You know, do we really need another video on the internet telling you how to be healthy? You know, these questions were, were actually the theme of the podcast I had initially planned. So I will be going back to them properly in the future when the time is right. But basically, I was struggling to see the point of producing certain types of content and not in a nihilistic, you know, nothing matters anyway, because we're all going to die kind of way. Not in that way. I, you know, I wasn't questioning things in that way. But 
I was questioning how narrow-minded our approaches are to the treatment of pain and health issues and that if we're not looking at the larger societal issues that create stress and hardship, which as far as I'm concerned are the root cause of most chronic health issues, then if we're not considering those, are we really doing anything of value? Because, because you probably don't need another video telling you how to stretch your hips or how to mobilize your low back because that's been done a thousand times. And to be, to be precise, I looked this up and according to Google, in uh, 0.8 seconds I found 102 million results for low back pain exercises. And that's just what's on the internet. My point is, if you're in chronic, unsolvable, life-disrupting pain, it's probably not because you haven't found the right exercise for you. It's because the larger influences in your life have become so disruptive and you've lost touch to the point that the problem is far beyond being solved by a single exercise or series of exercises. And I know there are exceptions to this because not all back pain exercises are equal and it is possible that you've, all you've been exposed to are the bad ones and that finding the right one could be the key to your recovery. That's, that's entirely possible. But what about the larger societal issues that are shaping your life? You know, your job, your social status, your upbringing, the air quality, the food quality, your support structures, your family, your past traumas and internalized limiting beliefs and so on. You know, the, the list is endless. You know, what about all of that? What are we doing to change that or to help people better navigate that? You know, we're teaching people how to move uh, and, and that's great, that's, we need to do that. But are we teaching people how to inhabit their world better? So the way I see it is that we've taken care of the mobility side of things. You know, that's done. What's next? That's my question. What's next? And this is more for any therapist listening or any therapist. So if you're, if you're not a therapist and you're listening, this could be a question that you could ask, you know, a therapist that you might be going to. My point is, rather than having all of us trying to pile on to the mobility and stretching and strength message that, that we keep hearing about and repeating what's been said a million times, what's the next thing we can aim for? You know, when we take an honest look at the issue of pain and the struggles that people go through, what's missing? Why does this person keep coming back with the same problem? You know, when I give them the perfect mobility program and they happily follow it diligently, why are they coming back with the same problem? You know, and this is a universal issue that all therapists will have come across. You know, you're doing all the right things. Why do they keep coming back? What's missing? And then from there, looking at the wider world, what conditions do people live in that may propagate these issues? So for example, say someone's doing all the right things, but every day they go to a job they hate that makes them feel powerless in their life. So they go to a job that crushes their individuality and creativity. They sit on the bus for an hour to go to a job they hate, pay for a house they can't afford, etc. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen those memes before, uh, you know, and it's all about awakening and growing your consciousness. And it can be a bit cringy and a bit new agey, and I get that, but there's a degree of truth to it. You know, what is the effect of living this way on your mental, emotional, and physical well-being? You know, what toll does it take on your body? In recent episodes, I've been talking about specific emotions and how they manifest within the body. But now let's consider wider, more complex issues and the emotions and thoughts that are interwoven within these. And how do they manifest in your body? What is their relevance to your pain? Now, 
As we begin to consider this bigger picture and we understand how our environment can shape us, then we can take appropriate action and we can tackle the real issue. So if you've got back pain, hypothetically, maybe you need to improve your hip mobility. That's fairly common. Or, looking deeper, you need to become assertive enough that you stand up for yourself at work so that you don't carry that frustration and self-loathing with you everywhere you go. And of course, this is just a hypothetical scenario. But if we truly want to claim to be holistic and that we consider the whole person, then we need to step up our game because being able to notice connections between different parts of the body is sort of old news. You know, congratulations on noticing that the big toe influences the movement of the low back. And I'm not, I'm not saying these things are irrelevant. I'm not being unnecessarily cynical. I acknowledge and agree that there is a connection between your low back and the way your big toe functions, as an example, but that should be obvious at this stage. That should be day one. We know the biomechanics, we've seen bodies move, the connections should be obvious. So maybe let's, you know, we'll keep that knowledge, that works, that's, that's effective, but let's start aiming for bigger and better things rather than, you know, trying to be, you know, the therapist who's like, hey, I can, I can spot connections between your big toe and your, and your low back. Okay, cool, that's obvious, let's move on. So with all this in mind, you might consider the greater context of your life and your environment. So what are they like? What forces shape you and nudge you in certain directions? You know, what forces and circumstances are draining you of your spirit, so to speak? What aspects of your life are taxing? Which of these, you know, essentially serve no purpose? Because some things need to be taxing and that's just life and that's fine. But, you know, what if, which of these could you realistically change? And what would need to happen for you to change them? So that's the big question. Do you need to change something in yourself? You know, do you need to be the more assertive person? Or do you need to place yourself in a more supportive environment? So do you need a different job? Do you need to follow your dreams or whatever it is? So uh, don't worry, I've included all of those questions in the resources section of this episode. So please take the time to consider them and see what comes up for you. Now, as we begin to wrap up, I'm not sure if it's, uh, if it's noticeable to you, but I set out on this podcast with a completely different aim in mind. And as I talked about my lack of inspiration and the topics that I, that I had intended to write about, but, but had not been able to, I actually slowly slipped into a stream of coherent thoughts. And this isn't what I had set out to do, but it's consistent with the message that I hope to convey. And that message is, Sometimes you need to be flexible with yourself and you need to honor what your body is telling you. So I have a schedule that I like to follow. You know, I have deadlines for creating specific pieces of content so that I can keep things structured and I can get my work done without getting overwhelmed and I can, you know, fit this in into my life producing say one podcast a week. So that's my goal. However, this work is it's creative and sometimes it's hard to put strict parameters on creativity. And while I think it's important to set standards for yourself and to be true to your word, you need to have the flexible, excuse me, <coughs> sorry, you need to have the flexibility, insight and compassion to let yourself deviate from the plan. Now, I, I wasn't ready to create the right podcast according to my schedule. Now, I could have forced it and I could have made it clunkier and in doing so I would have been doing exactly what I don't want to do. 
it would have been formulaic and I just would have been another person adding to the list of forgettable content for the sake of getting my name in front of your eyes as you scroll through Instagram, you know, because there is that element of, of it, you know, you need to be producing content regularly enough so that the algorithms and so that people, you know, get the message on a regular basis and that's just a reality of, of, of life. So. Anyway, there's a small tangent that the lesson for you might be to treat yourself with a bit more compassion and to honor and nurture your body's intuition. So your body is extremely smart. I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. And given the chance, it seems to be very good at solving problems, even if it deviates from the plan that you may have set out. So it will, for me, it, you know, in this kind of small case, it delivered the podcast that I'm happy about, happy with, the content that I'm happy with, but not within the parameters that I'd set because I'd said, you know, I plan on a Sunday, I need to have this done, recorded by Tuesday morning, and it's now Thursday, uh, it's lunchtime on Thursday, and I'm, I'm in the process of recording it. Um, so I set, set those parameters, but, you know, it doesn't necessarily work that way, and I create that space for my body to produce the content I needed to produce in a way that I was happy. So, in summation, uh, or as we wrap up, I would say, I would ask, I hope that this gives you some food for thought. I hope that the rambling um, will sort of make you consider the wider world that you live in. And if you're doing all the right things and you're not getting better, you may consider the environment that you live in and your ability to navigate through it productively. And that's really, really who the target audience is for this, um, for this podcast. It's you, the listener, someone who you're engaged with your health, you're doing all the right things, you're following the Instagram people who tell you what, what to do. You do the stretches, you do the mobility, you get your sleep, but you're not getting better. So you're doing all the right things, but you're not getting better. So what's missing? And that's what I'm interested in because We've sort of covered all that stuff to death, you know, hip mobility, like you don't, I mean, I'll gladly do a video on hip mobility, but you don't, I don't think you need another person showing you how to do hip mobility. Uh, but there seems to be a shortage of people considering this bigger picture. So that's where I see my interest and that's where I see my value. Um, yeah, that's where I see my value. So hopefully, hopefully you can understand that. And perhaps you're, you're you know, because my, my name is the back pain coach and you're thinking maybe you should be sharing back pain stretches all the time um that's that's just to clarify why i just don't really bother with that i've done a lot of that and it's there in my you know youtube and it, you can go back and you can go back into the instagram and it's all there so it's not that i'm ignoring it, it's just that that's been done and there's a million other people doing that and some of them doing it better than i can and that's fine uh so let's i don't know let's try and do something productive so anyway Another little tangent, um, but let's wrap up. As I said, all those introspective questions that I that I went through um, halfway through the episode, they are included in the resources link in the show notes. So please do those uh, for your own sake. I mean, it makes no difference to me unless you know it makes your life better, and I think it will make your life better to just go through those questions and and just ask questions. Always be asking why. Always be digging deeper. And I think I think that's. If I had to boil down the key component of my overcoming uh, years of chronic pain, it was never settling 
uh, or always looking for the truth, never settling for something that just didn't seem quite right. And it kind of worked against me in a lot of ways, you know, I, I, it took me much longer to, to get certain places, but I got to where I needed to be. And I think you need to, you need to have allegiance to the truth and you need to always be asking why and you need to dig into things and you need to make yourself feel a bit uncomfortable from time to time and question all of the, all of these conditions that you live within that you just accept as true and as you begin to recognize how they shape your life and how um, you just kind of participate in this stuff because you, you've sort of never really thought to question it so for example for me I, I had an option of working in a, an established clinic um, as a physical therapist doing what I had trained to do so it's sort of similar work but it was very strict and I, I couldn't do it the, exactly the way I wanted to do it but the idea of going out on my own was quite scary and it is <laughs> in a lot of ways still quite scary and I was told by many people don't bother like it's just too much stress and and it is a lot of stress but the my allegiance to the truth means that I'm always going to push for that because I think the way we treat back pain, the way we treat pain is broken. It doesn't work. It's it's nonsensical. When it works, it's largely by chance or, or because, you know, it only, you know, because you get lucky or because it, it only treats a small part of the problem and that's good enough for that person at that time. So I feel like the way, if I had gone into a job with, um, you know, in a well-established clinic, um, you know, I didn't have to do anything. I just show up for the client, do my work, and that's it. I would just have been perpetuating that. I would have been perpetuating all this crap of how you treat pain and enforcing this idea in people's minds that this is how you treat pain. And I just couldn't, like, I just couldn't get on board with that. So I, <laughs> I decided to go on my own. And it's, um, it hasn't been without struggle, but it has paid off and it is paying off. And um, that's the biggest lesson is to question things, to always be asking why, to seek the truth and it's going to be uncomfortable there is likely going to be hardship but you will be all the better for it so i've actually gone on quite a few tangents for a scripted episode so i will wrap up there uh, thank you so much for listening or watching um i will see you in the next episode um, have a great day see you next time thanks for listening to this episode of the physical education podcast if you're the kind of person who likes to help others then share this with someone in need if you found value in the information here, they will too. So please share this in whatever way you can. If you have any questions, you can email me directly at pa at thebackpaincoach.net. I may even use your question for a future podcast episode. If you'd like more information to help you overcome pain, be sure to follow The Back Pain Coach on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and to join my newsletter. The major turning points in my own recovery have come from changes in perception and through learning more about myself. I believe that we can help others by sharing information that expands their minds. Finally, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave a positive review on iTunes or Stitcher so that others may find this information and you can play a positive role in their healing journey. Thanks again for listening.